Hey everybody, this is Matt with Altcoin Buzz Podcast, and today I got a special treat for you. I've got James from Converge Dot Today. James, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Matt. How are you? Excellent. Good to have you on here. We are uh, ten hours apart right now at this point, and uh, before we <laughs> hit the button here, we were just talking about the time differences in crypto. That uh, you know, <laughs> James, you said since you got into the crypto space, now you got to adjust for all these people around the world being on Skype calls and conference calls, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's a it's a it's a shock to the system for sure. Um, not not normal nine to five anymore. <laughs> no, so. James is right now just getting done with breakfast, and I'm getting ready to go to bed. So this is this is the state of crypto at this point. If you have friends around the world and people that you that you work with in this space, uh, then uh, this is uh, what you're going to expect. So, hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. We're just going to get right into it. Everybody in our audience just loves us to dive right into things. Uh, you and I met on Twitter, I think, right? We did, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been following you guys for a while, uh, and obviously we've got something planned, so I just thought it'd be cool to get in touch and see if we could have a bit of a chat. Well, I'm a big fan of your website, Converge.Today. It's very clean, nice, and you. you've got some cool things coming up, you told me, which I want you to tell Altcoin Buzz uh, folks about here on the podcast, so we'll get into that. But first, um, you know, we're going to do it a little different, James. you got to tell me a story. It could be a funny one, maybe a sad one. I don't know how you got into crypto. What was your, what was your story about getting into crypto? Yeah, um, well, I'll, I'll leave the person nameless for this. Uh, they'll probably okay. know who they are, but uh, it's not a great <laughs> story, so I'll I'll keep them nameless. Okay. Um, but it, oh, we're probably going back to 20, 2012, 2011, 2012, um, and a person that I know was getting very excited about crypto. Um, at that time, it was it was just Bitcoin, so they were just talking about Bitcoin all the time. Um, right. Obviously, the cost was considerably lower than it is today, um, and he was telling us all over Facebook and all the time, "You got to buy this, you got to get some of this, you got to get into this." And I looked into it, but starting up a business and doing other things, it just it didn't it didn't sort of grip me enough for me to look too much into it at that time. <laughs> well, you didn't know so, it was going to go to eighteen thousand dollars. No, definitely. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? I could. Uh, I wish I was back then and taking this advice. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I'd, I just sort of I kept an eye on it, you know. And I, over the years, it kind of grew up, and I thought, okay, and started to pick, take a bit more notice. Twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. It was really the back end of twenty sixteen, and between then and about midway twenty seventeen, that I started getting into it. Um, and as it turned out, I went back to this. <laughs> I went back to the guy who told me originally, said, oh, have you got any advice on how to get into this? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that through no fault of this person, he has lost all of his Bitcoin in the time in between. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And I asked him just as Bitcoin reached, I think it was about 5K. Uh, oh, that is sad. Side, so, so yeah. Uh, I didn't realize this was coming when I said you could tell me a, a funny story or a sad story. This is a sad story. Yeah. Oh, it's a sad story. Yeah, I feel, I feel bad, especially because he was probably just getting over it. And then I get yeah. in touch and said, oh, I've just bought oh, some. Sh- like, you know, what's the best thing to do with this? And how, how are yours doing? I know you bought some years ago, just rubbing it in without just without a, realizing. Just a little salt in the wound on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel bad about that. But it's not the end of the world. He has, um, he has other 
coins, and I think he's gotten back into Excellent. Bitcoin as well. It's just I think he had quite a few beforehand and would probably be quite wealthy right now if um, if he hadn't lost it all. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that hurts. So, okay, so you've been in the space a couple of years. You knew about it even before. Um, when it first came up on your radar, were you like me? Because those years ago when I heard about it, I just – I just wasn't quite sure. I'd come from an investing or stock options market background, and you know, I just didn't know enough about it, and it, I just kind of forgot about it. There just wasn't the amount of people talking. You know, you might have had a friend, but it was so rare. Yeah. That uh, you know, okay, well, I got to focus in on my business. I got to focus in on my job. Everything else going on. So, gosh, but the good thing, part about this, I don't know if you feel this way, but I think. I think this, the crypto space is just getting started. It's an, an infant, really. I think we're just beginning. Along those lines, how do you feel about how crypto is going in the UK then? I want to get into your business and what you do and what Converge.today is, but while we're on that topic, you know, what, do you, what do you see for mass adoption in the UK for people using this? You know, what, kind of, what kind of momentum yeah. do you see over there? Um, I think we're a little bit behind. Honestly, uh, US, uh, Asia, even sort of going down to, to India and other parts of the world, there seems to be a lot more excitement around it. I think in the UK, I'm, I'm, I'm having conversations with people every week, but people have no idea what it is, even now, you know, even at the end wow. of last year when I think the search term for you know, the search for Bitcoin and Ethereum and cryptocurrency Spike. was sort of the highest it's ever been, isn't it? Right. Uh, even at that point, I was still talking to people, and they were they weren't even really aware of it. I think I'm, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, maybe there's just no great content over here, which is hopefully something I'll be able to address. But I think in terms of where it is, from what from what I see, reading things from around the world, I think the UK is a little bit behind in terms of people understanding what it is, why they should get involved in it, and how it can positively affect their lives. So on so, average, you're out there in the coffee shop or you're talking to people in business. Just give me a, just a rough percentage of what you would say people who are involved in crypto. Involved in crypto is, I would say, less than 10% of people I'm talking to easily. Yeah, for sure. Uh, people who know about it, maybe maybe 20%. Wow. And then everybody else is just, what? what's that again? Is that that? Is that that weird digital money that I've heard about? Is it, you know, is it that stuff you, you know. use to buy drugs? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's the funny thing, isn't it? The, the way people go on about digital currency, like it's some sort of, um, it's just for the criminals. But yeah. you know, as long as there's been transference of value at any time in history, that's what criminals have used to transfer value. Well, you know, the U.S. dollar has never been used for drugs and things oh, like no, that, never, right? Never. never. No. no they, <laughs> <laughs> right. I just it, it's madness, isn't it? They, it, you know, is it, was, it was gold before that, and I'm sure it was sheep and goats before that. So absolutely, I just don't understand where that comes from. But I guess it's just <laughs> the institution being a little bit frightened about what's happening. Well, speaking of what you're doing right now over there in business and to raise awareness of crypto, so tell me about tell the listeners what Converge Today does. What problem do you solve? Or are you trying to solve? With Converge, yeah. Um, well, Converge is a it's a business community and media platform. So we're based in the UK, and we help B two B businesses connect with other businesses in their local community. So in that regard, it's a bit of a network. Uh, but 
added to that, we also have this media platform. And we use that to help our members create content that can be used by any person in business. So what we kind of think of Converge as is a, is a library, a resource for business people to access so they can learn how to create better businesses by reading insightful, educational, intelligent content written by people in business, so thought leaders, industry experts. I like your um, website. This, yeah, you, well, thanks, the, yeah. the articles and the things on here, you guys need to go on here and look. And for me, it just correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like it looks like if you were a startup or a small business around the world, you could benefit from getting on your website and reading about what you guys do. I see your meetups and things you've done for startups, but it looks like some yeah. good some some really good articles to help small yeah, businesses. That that's that's really what it is. Um, you know, if, if businesses want to write for the platform, then they then they join the membership. But the platform is free to access to anybody who just wants to learn more about running a business. So we've got people who are in creative, legal, finance, um, HR, every, everything. Uh, we've got business and businesses that have joined the platform range from sort of one man bands, very small businesses, right the way up to. Uh, FTSE 100 companies and global companies like uh, Sage, who are, I don't know if they're as big in America, but they're massive sort of global company, accountancy software, that sort of thing. So what do you Uh, see as the state of startups and small business in UK then, or even in Europe, if you want to expand it out a little bit, but yeah, yeah, what is the state of, of, of startups over there? I think it's really healthy. There seems to be every year more and more people going down the route of self-employment or starting their own business i mean small businesses smes are are the absolute sort of heart of 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 the economy in the uk i'm not sure if it's the same around the world i'm I'm sure it probably is but you know it's those small businesses and smes are that are the keys to the to the uk economy you think it's a generational thing with the millennials and people wanting to do their own thing definitely i think the the you know the internet and technology has, has made it much easier to start a business, you can start a business from anywhere in the world, can't you? Really, um, you could, you could freelance. You could, you could run a digital business. You could create, uh, you know, a software as a service product from anywhere in the world, and and run it flexibly. I was just reading a blog the other day, actually, where some guy developed a, a SaaS product, and he, he just travelled the world for four years while developing and running his business. And what and I think, what better to do that with than with blockchain? Exactly. I mean, it looks like to me, that's that's exactly where you're going with Converge. Dot today, and you know, I'm reading your Twitter, which you have really good. If you guys go on, go on there um, at Converge Today Twitter feed, and uh, post a lot of good stuff that Bitcoin Buzz listeners would like to see. But it says on here, Converge is a business community and media platform writing about business, blockchain, and cryptocurrency. Yeah, and. That just all right now. It just seems like this is the time for this. You're, you're right in the mix with that. Yeah, well, that's what I mentioned before. There's there's really not a lot of great content in the UK into, around blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. And what content there is is coming from a very biased standpoint, I would say. So it's it's the big media titles that are influenced by the banks and the government and all that sort of stuff. And, and we all know that most of the content coming from that side of things is quite negative. Well, do, do you have the same situation we have in the U S with uh, things like CNBC and maybe your mainstream 
news channels where they get somebody to write articles or do news broadcasts that have not researched. They have no idea what Bitcoin is. No oh, yeah, idea it's, it's, what crypto is, and then they spout off an opinion that's just completely off base. Oh, it's it's embarrassing, really. I mean, these are you know some of the leading titles in the UK and obviously in the US, and and you have someone writing who clearly has no understanding of the fundamentals of what cryptocurrency is and and what it can do and the benefits it can have, and it's it is it's embarrassing. They sort of they see a headline, maybe a you know a Japan wants to regulate a, an exchange and they immediately think right that's the end of that's the end of cryptocurrency that's the end and, of it. <laughs> and, the, and the way people kind of go on as well like it's i feel like in the media they're not seeing it beyond an investment they're not seeing the use cases yes of what's being built they're just seeing it as things to be traded and money to be made we're like well no that's not that's a that's a byproduct of what people are trying to do People can trade because we have the tokens and the coins, and but the businesses, a lot of them, not all of them, <laughs> um, are trying to build a product, aren't they? They're trying to build a service that can actually benefit people. So that, I guess, is probably my interest. I do enjoy the investment side of it. I do own tokens. I do own coins. I do use the exchanges. But as a business person, as a business owner, I'm very excited to see what products and what services are going to be built. Well, there's by actual these transactional value to these yeah. things. I sent a transaction back and forth to Singapore the other day. Yeah. And of course, uh, it was great because you can watch it all the way. I, I had somebody brand new th- just this week, and maybe you've had this experience where you introduce somebody to crypto, but had somebody brand new and. And I said, okay, let's let's watch this. And he followed the transaction and the confirmations, uh, six confirmations, and got to watch his money go around the world and, and watch every step of that on the yeah. public ledger. And it was like the first time. And it's really cool to see. I said, you know, if you would have tried to do that with the traditional wiring system, it would have taken a week between banks. Oh, yeah. And, and people just need to see it for themselves. The actual – you're talking about just utility and transactional value just to get business done. It's, mm-hmm. it's, got, a, it's got an inherent value there to that. Um, now, of course, if you're, if you're Bitcoin, if you're using some of your Bitcoin as a store of value and it goes up in value, great. But it's very yeah. short-sighted just to think of it on, on, with such a narrow vision to that. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. It's just it's it's frustrating, I guess you know, because most people will be reading the biggest uh, publishers. They'll be reading the big papers. They'll be reading the big websites, and that's where they're getting their information from. And it's frustrating that they're and, being and they still told trust the that. wrong things. In the they U- do. That's yeah. Yeah, they do in, in the U.S. too. It's the bigger the institution, then it still has some sort of power. Uh, yeah. That that well that they must have done their research. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't just put anything. They wouldn't out. just put that. No, not, not at all. That that's, <laughs> that must have taken them days to come up with that. You know, like, no, no, that's not the case. So, so hopefully, with uh, with Converge, um, we'll be able to produce high quality, unbiased, useful cryptocurrency and blockchain content for people, so that they can come to the site and realize that they're going to be given high-quality information as opposed to heavily biased, unresearched 
And so along those lines, you told me yeah. before the broadcast, you're getting ready to launch a crypto section of the site. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, well, it just it just made sense. We started producing some content on cryptocurrency and blockchain, and the content just took off. I mean, the, the traffic spiked massively on those days. Uh, we had fantastic feedback from people. Um, one of our uh, articles on blockchain technology has had huge response on on LinkedIn. People saying that you know they'd had no idea what it was until we'd started. So it's it's kind of like a basic introduction article, uh, and people people are given us great feedback on that so i just thought well instead of mixing all of this content in with all of the business content why don't we create a section on the website that's dedicated specifically to cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology and make it as a space where people can come and learn about different projects different technologies how these technologies and how these products and services can be applied and how they'll change their lives and what the future of cryptocurrency looks like and and try and stay as as unbiased as possible i think that's the key thing you know not to go too extreme in one way or the other and just make it a, a resource for people in the same way that the rest of the website is a resource for business content and how can people find that we've been talking about the converge dot today but yeah so it'll be on the same site um and it'll be uh probably in the banner at the top okay it'll so they, be, uh, they can just click on and on the on the link yeah. to that at the very top right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so we, we've already got like a we have a, a section called Engage, and that is a digital business publication that we produce on a variety of different topics. So we'll in the top bar right next to it, there'll be a, a link to this new section on crypto and blockchain. Welcome to the brand new Engage magazine. Nice. So you guys can go on there and check that out. We'll post that in the in the show notes. If you guys are listening to this on iTunes or any other platform, uh, just keep in mind we also post this on the Altcoin Buzz podcast YouTube channel. So you can go on there and you'll be able to hear the other podcasts and the, and the things there. So James, uh, w- along those lines of what you were talking about, what do you think of the short-term future of crypto? So your take on your opinion. This could be your opinion. I'm not – yeah. Uh, asking anything else but so so let's go short term in the next year let's go 2018 as you posted yeah. a great article about your top five in 2018 so yeah. i might ask you about some of those and why but so you're 2018 and then what you see over these next few years for what's it, what is it going to take for larger adoption mass adoption um yeah 2018 that's a tricky one um i was i think as everybody else was very bullish coming into 2018 but it did seem that the market was climbing at a crazy rate towards the end of last year so i think everyone was was assuming there was going to be some sort of correction um i think it's probably gone on a bit longer than people hoped um but i think the, the problem is as you mentioned before you know for, for a long long period nobody knew what bitcoin was and nobody knew what cryptocurrency was and now We've entered a, a stage where so many people who jumped into it at the end of last year would have been massively burned by the huge drop in price at the start of this year. And I think that's probably put a lot of people off. You know, for a lot of us who've been in it for, for long enough to have seen these ups and downs on a regular basis, we know it's going to go back up again. 
but some people who maybe just got in right at the end of the year because all their friends were talking about it and all the news channels were talking about it and they thought, right, I'll put some money in there. Right. They would have been probably quite badly burned in January. Um, so I think that's probably the sentiment maybe a little bit negative right now. And I think people have just stopped looking for it. I think we can see by the, the how much people are searching for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. That's dropped off quite a bit from the end of last year. So I think 2018 is very much, a, for me, it's a sort of a hold on year. <laughs> just sit back and see how the, the landscape shifts. Mm-hmm. I, I do think with by the summer, we're going to start seeing things climb back up quite probably quite dramatically nothing seems to happen on a, in a in a calm way in crypto it's always dramatic <laughs> up or down <laughs> which um, is one of the reasons we like it oh yeah yeah i mean it'd be boring if if it didn't do that right <laughs> um so i, I do see a, a very positive end to the year i know some people are throwing around figures of a one trillion market cap by the end of 2018 and i i could definitely see that but i mean i'm i'm certainly no <laughs> uh expert or <laughs> or trading expert so you know I don't, I don't like to to put sort of numbers on it but i do see it the, the end of 2018 being very positive yes. but what i do think needs to happen and it is starting to happen and one of the companies i mentioned in my top five actually two of them but one in particular yeah. uh, ethos i think when their wallet drops and people can easily put all of their coins in one place and transfer them and trade them and incorporate fiat into that as well. Absolutely. I think that is going to be a game changer. I think when people, because right now the, the learning curve of getting into cryptocurrency is massive and it's scary because if you make one mistake, yeah, it's all gone. I think as soon as someone makes it easy to buy, sell and trade cryptocurrencies with fiat, on an app. I think so, at that point we well see it said, take off. I have been saying that. I'm giving a talk on that in crypto. That's exactly right. As soon as I've said this before on broadcast, so most of the listeners are going to laugh because they've heard this before, but <laughs> as soon as you can easily get your grandma to buy crypto on her phone. Yes. And it's not a that's not a joke. Uh, it's yeah. what you're saying. That's what it's going to take. Um, we have a lot of smart people in the space. Why isn't that happening, in your opinion? You know, and it oh. looks. That's I, I, a, it's a. I think maybe the, the the regulation side of things. I know when it, with Ethos that they're taking sort of security and with it with the app and, and regulation very seriously. They want it so that it's. I guess they're thinking long term. They don't want the app to be around for six months and then, you know. Right. Some government to turn around and go, no, that that doesn't meet regulation, so you've got to shut it down. You know, we, we see it happen with exchanges all the time. There are issues all the time with exchanges that have to be addressed all the time, <laughs> and I, I just think maybe no one wants to touch it because it's it's more work than they want to put in. That might sound crazy, but I'd, otherwise, there is no reason why, right? I mean, as you right. said, there's a lot of smart people in the space. Why why has an app to make it easy? to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency not been created yet. But hopefully, the guys at Ethos will nail it, and I'm fully confident that they will. Nice. And I think at that point, and it just becomes so easy for anybody to do it because 
you know, be easy as a few clicks on your smartphone. Yeah, and you see other companies. I'm not sure if you used Robinhood, uh, the stock investing I haven't, app. No. But, uh, but I have seen a bit about it. Yeah. Yeah, and we have talked about it on the channel quite a bit, and uh, so they have now they've launched two states where you can buy crypto on your Robinhood app. Yeah. And uh, I actually did get my sixty, almost sixty-three-year-old dad to download the Robinhood app, sign up, and get ready to buy crypto in his office smartphone. So things like that are coming about, but he happened to be in a state that it's that they just started allowing in March. So yeah, I mean that, that's exciting news as well because it is. It's just more and more people who are making it easy to 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 get involved in crypto. That's that's going to be the big thing for mass adoption. We can talk about everything else. We can talk about regulation. We can talk about all the other stuff. But the thing that will make it easy for mass adoption is making it easy for people to get involved. I, I couldn't agree more. That's that is the thing that we need for this. So how about the others on your top um, twenty eighteen? Your five that you had here. Any ones that are standing out that you want to tell? the altcoin buzz audience about that things that are impressing you well i guess other than i think ethos is probably my number one this year um i'm i'm very excited about that uh and then the others they're all really great projects but i think in particular i do like you trust a lot i do too um i think those guys have are making it very easy to use cryptocurrency which is another key uh, key uh, tool for mass adoption, I guess, is is being able to actually spend and use your cryptocurrency. And right now, they're sort of they're solving that problem where the people who have the cryptocurrency and want to spend it can't because a lot of people who are the who are the merchants, I guess, who are selling the the items and the and the services, they don't want to accept cryptocurrency. But if you've this, you trust. Uh, wallet and this huge trust uh, payment platform solves that problem because obviously the guys who buy with cryptocurrency gets gets converted into fiat for the seller for the merchant so they're protected they get their items sold at the prices they want them sold at but the buyers can use their cryptocurrency to do that so i think that is that's a massive tool it is and i think that people don't yeah. want to have to make that conversion if you're no. going to use it as a merchant on a merchant platform, that needs to happen in the background. Definitely, because as we've said, the, it's very difficult to get involved in cryptocurrency from 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 a point of not being in it to owning and selling and buying and you know all that sort of stuff. There's a huge learning curve. So if you can eliminate that step and just accept cryptocurrency and have it transferred into fiat or transfer it into into, uh, cryptocurrency, then it just makes it that much easier and therefore, you know, one step further towards mass adoption. It's a huge pain point to get fiat in. Um, I don't know what you do, but, you know, most people use Coinbase. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to as well. Okay, so you have to, and that's what I have to do. But it just got even harder. You know, we've gone backwards with this in the last couple of months because... Now I can't even use my Visa card, which I always used to. Yeah. And now I can't even use any of those to buy, to get my fiat into Coinbase. And then I've got those fees. And I'm, you know, it's just, (laughs) it just became, if if I'm saying, and I've been in it for years, if I'm saying it became harder in the last couple months, I can't imagine what somebody's dealing with that's never been in this. Oh, yeah. 
they're just say, well, I've, I've got a thousand dollars, and I'd yeah. like to put that. I'd like to buy. I'd like to buy Bitcoin. A thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin right now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> where do you send them? What do you do? And, and I agree with you. The person to solve that really easily on an app is going to win. That's they're it. Gonna, they're going to win big time. The, the thing that, that I say as well though is, you know, it, it has. It probably does feel like a regression over the last couple of months, the way things are going. But I almost feel that's because we're that much closer to it actually happening. I Could think be. if it if it wasn't a blip on the radar of yep. the banks or the governments, then they wouldn't be trying so hard to, to stop it. it. Yeah. And and right now it's just ramping up and ramping up, and they're really you know they're hammering it at every opportunity that they that they get, and scaring new people out of the market and. I think the closer we get to mass adoption, the more that's going to happen. So I'm kind of trying to see the silver lining in it. You know, and well, it's getting harder, but it's getting harder because they're getting more scared. Because when this happens and when people get they're, full custodianship of their wealth and right. when it becomes spread around the world and when people can transfer money 24-7 and not pay fees and when all that happens, I mean, what use is there for a bank? No, they're losing their grip, and they know it, yeah. and there's a huge fight on right now. So, no, I agree with that sentiment exactly. But for those of us in business who know about this, been in for years, let, let's say right now I wanted to advertise on your website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would send you whatever crypto you asked me to send you, and we would, it would happen in a few hours. Yeah, exactly. And for those of us who've been in it and know, that's the cleanest way to do business. Mm-hmm. Um, when when just ten percent of the population knows, or let's just even say your audience that you have for Converge today, yeah, that that come to you, the startups, the small businesses, the people that meet and network together on your site, you know, just <laughs> if ten percent of those start doing this like you and I would do, then all these banks are going to lose control. These institutions. Or absolutely oh, for sure. lose control. How about on your other top five list? You had Neo and Omise Go, two other ones yeah, Omise, that I like. Yeah, Omise Go is really exciting. Um, I re- that, they just released their software development kit for their wallet. I know it's not sort of on a blockchain yet, but people can go in and and have a play around with it. Um, and actually, we're, we're we're looking at doing that for Converge. So, as part of our membership, we want to nice. create we want to create a wallet uh, for our members um, where they can earn reward points and loyalty points as a converged token um, which I believe eventually if I'm right and I'm, I think I'm right with Amisego all of the all of the wallets built on their network in future will be connected I mean I think you'll be able to choose whether or not you want it to be connected but I think the idea is that you're eventually going to have this huge network of, of wallets where people can transfer tokens and things they've earned in one wallet and pay for things on another wallet and once they've got that done, that'll be amazing. So we're looking right now at how we can get Converge to fit into that because it's nice. I think that'll be really it's, – it's a great bonus for the members. Plus, it's also a way for them to learn a little bit more about cryptocurrencies and why they can be useful. So we're looking into that. There's certainly nothing set in stone or nothing concrete at the minute, but – that is something that I think I would love to to incorporate into the con- converged platform. So when we say go for that reason, yeah, are, are really exciting to me. And you're outlining Neo, more yeah. transactions. You're you're speaking again about this utility of real yeah. world usage that people can can get on ramped. 
and ease yep. into this and feel comfortable with it before they go putting their their 401k or life savings into That's crypto. It, yeah. yeah. Because so, I, I, you're gone. <laughs> That's just it's just got to <laughs> happen. And in your timeline I'm feeling like as you're talking your timeline is really all of 2018 for that to really take hold. I think so. I think honestly, there'll be a couple of big things happening this year, project-wise. Um, I've, I've mentioned them. When that happens, I think we're going to start to see things take off. I think the other thing that needs to change as well. It's not necessarily um, a crypto company that's going to do this or a blockchain company that's going to do this. It's the way we talk about it. So right now, the, most of the content to do with cryptocurrencies is very specifically aimed at investors in cryptocurrency yes. or the people who love the technology and the details about cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Right. So the, the average person, and I do not mean that in an insult in any way, the average person is not going to care that much about that. So the, the example I've used a few times is I don't know exactly how the internet works. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know exactly how my smartphone works, but I use it because I know what the benefits are for me using that. Right. So we need to start talking about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies like that. I think we need to start creating content where it's very easy and easy to understand, easy to digest so that people can understand what the products and services that come out of this will be used for in their lives and how they can improve their lives with that. Yes, I love reading all the details and the technical stuff and I love reading about the investment opportunities and but I think the vast majority of people aren't going to they don't understand it. You know, it's a very difficult <laughs> thing to just jump in and, and start hearing about all of that. You know, like, oh, it's gone up 20%. It's gone down 20%. It's, you know, we're, we're starting to speed up with the, the blockchains, aren't we? You know, the, the, the Lightning Network's being added, the Plasma Network. You know, all yeah. these things, are, all these terms are being thrown around. If I, I only understand it because I've been in it for a year and a bit. If you were just coming into it now, it's it's difficult to wrap your head around it. So I think we... The other thing is we need to start talking in terms of use cases when it comes to cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. It's just like the iPhone. You don't have to convince somebody. You know, they pick it up, they start using it. You, they're not they're not having to be convinced of the tech and how the tech works behind it. They pick yes. it up and they go, hmm, it's a good user interface. I can just push – you mean I can just push these with my finger and it's going to work? Uh, hence, you have my 85-year-old grandmother using an iPhone. Yeah. So, y again, you're not talking about average people out there in terms of intelligence. We're just talking about no. people who are out there, and they're they don't they don't want to know the tech behind this. They just want to use it. They want an app that works. Yeah. They push they, this they, button, and it works, and it's trusted. That's it. That, that it's safe for them to use. It's secure. They know what using like they know that by using it it will get them to do A, B, or C. That that's it. That's that's all the average person wants to hear. You know, I, mean, I think yeah. there's what's the stat? There's like less than one percent or one percent of people in across the world that are currently involved in cryptocurrency. Right. You know, so I'm talking about the ninety nine percent. The ninety nine percent who you know, who who do not care 
about the Lightning Network. They do not care. And they never will, will never ever care. No, <laughs> like for for us right now, early adopters, that's really cool because we can see the benefits of that being implemented. Oh, but yeah. most people do not care, and they will never ever care about the details. So we need to start <laughs> talking to them about, I guess, uh, you know, things on on the larger scale, on a long term scale. You should be interested in this because it will help you do this. Not you should be interested in this because you'll eventually be able to do 10 million transactions per second. And, you know, like that that doesn't matter. And they really don't <laughs> care about centralized versus decentralized. Now, I do. I, yep. I appreciate everything being decentralized. And I have strong opinions about all that, which mm-hmm. you might as well. But the the point is there's an a lot of that 99% could care less whether it's centralized or not. They just want it to yep. work, and they want to be insured. If something breaks, they want the company to make it right. <laughs> that's, exactly, yeah. that's never going to yeah. change from that point on. How about your last one here, Neo? You had on your list. Yeah, wow. I just, uh, I guess that one's more of a, um, just to see. I think I, I watched, it, I watched a few bits and pieces from the conference that they had. Yes, uh, I did. Not too. long ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I just got excited about the potential for that. Um, obviously similar to Ethereum, it's a platform upon which applications can be built, if I'm not butchering that too much. Yeah. Um, and I just like that. I just think that the more of that type of technology that we have, um, which has an obvious use case and ha- can have, you know, brand new products and and services built on it, I just think they're exciting platforms to watch. So for that reason, I'm I'm quite excited about Neo as well. I just think we, you know, competition's always a good thing. We have Ethereum. We have, I think, we have a few others as well. But I think Neo could be that really big challenger. And plus, I think from the other side of it, it brings in, it's, it feels like it would bring in a whole new market. If I know regulations in in China and parts of Asia are quite strict on cryptocurrencies, but I do feel right. that if they were not as strict, which could be in the short term, mm-hmm. then platforms like Neo would, would, would absolutely take off. Oh, I think so. so. And it it speaks to, I, I find it interesting, you with you network and work with businesses and mm-hmm. in all these startups and things. And so outside of the crypto space, so just, just traditional business, let's say in UK, w- yeah. everybody would laugh if you said, well, there's, there's only going to be one laptop maker in the world. We're only going to have one. And so it it cracks me up when there's two or three new startups in crypto that do the same thing and people want to shut all this down because, oh, there's already too many people doing that. But they would never tell IBM, Dell, Apple, and a couple other laptop makers, just name, name them. They would never say there's too many people who make laptops. I know. I I I, I don't understand business. it either. It's it's crazy, you know. And who's to say that the guy who came out with the first product is is going to have the best one? Yeah. Why can't somebody come along and improve upon it? Well, and and isn't isn't that the whole completely way that business is gone? Yeah, and completely obsolete the other product because that that's happened by the way quite a bit in our history. And yeah. why couldn't you have three <laughs> Ethereum's out there? And may the yeah. best Ethereum win, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then it's down to the the creators to pick the platform that they think is best for them that's the way it works it is it is so it does it does surprise me traditional business versus crypto business and how 
how people new to the space are looking at it like that. They would never look at they would never look at traditional markets or business like they do crypto in these cases. But yeah. I think it's what you said earlier, it's a mindset. It definitely is, and I think as well it, it it does come down to the fact that there are so in in the grand scheme of things, there are so few people involved in cryptocurrency. Once if if you know if we were ever to hit seventy five percent of the world's population involved in cryptocurrency, a lot of these arguments of oh there's too many companies no there would not be too many companies it would never happen again you'd never billions of people involved in it like you know it's so it's only an argument now because we have so few people involved in it but once it it gets mass adopted then that argument goes away then there'll be hundreds of different companies doing the same thing as there are now well said Wow, James, I could uh, I could talk to you a lot longer, but we got to wrap this up. <laughs> but if you don't mind, I know everybody would like this. Type in the comments because uh, this has been a great conversation with you, and I know everybody wants to hear from you again. So let's plan on doing this again. Yeah, and sounds great. Have another podcast and have you on here because uh, we're probably going to get some questions from listeners. And tell everybody real quick before we go how to connect with you on Twitter and the website again so they know how to reach you. Yeah, uh, the the best place uh, for, on the website is uh, just go straight to converge.today, so www.converge.today, uh, and you can access all the content through there. On Twitter, uh, I am personally at, at James Converge, or if you want to connect with the Converge business, that's at Converge Today. So those are the best ways. <laughs> Very nice. All right, well, we're going to have you on here again. You and I can do this again. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, yeah, go to the website, guys. It's it's very nice. And uh, follow them on Twitter because you're really going to appreciate that. And then you are looking for writers, your business yes, writers. Yes, we are. And networking. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, we're interested in anybody who's uh, keen on writing on cryptocurrency and blockchain technologies right now. So if that's if that's you, you're listening to this, then please do get in touch. Very good. Well, it was great talking to you. Thank you so much. Likewise, Matt. Appreciate it.